Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to a, a, a sad episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Is it Dan. sad, though? Is it sad? Here with Big Cass. It is sad because Ohio State suffered a big defeat this week. They did not pull off the victory against Duke. That's the that's the one game that you know we all are really upset about. Um, we're totally not upset about anything else. Um, Cass, I know you need. I got. I just gotta say before the show, Cass goes to me. Goes. We don't even gotta touch. We don't even gotta talk about the game. And I'm like, Cass, we have to. It's literally like we can't just avoid the subject. But Cass, obviously, uh, we're not too happy. I'll let you have the floor because I know you. You're. you're you're in your feels a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is what it is. It's just you look at it this way, you know, for the sake of the rivalry, yeah, you're happy it's back. But the fact that we've got to suffer two losses in a row, we gotta to continue to hear these bastards and keep chirping and the Yoders, the James Yoders of the world and the Michigan fans where you don't even talk you don't even talk smack to, they just all of a sudden just start coming up to your face and sending you DMs. I'm happy for Bob. I'm happy for our boy Bob. <laughs> boy Bob. That's the only guy I'll give props. But, like, you know, me personally getting people's messaging me in my DMs and in Messenger and at work, like, I don't even talk crap. Like, I, I've, you know, I don't talk crap, but just getting the, the go blues and it's like, I got to continue to hear this. I, it's, like I'm not even mad. I'm just like it's. You're just disappointed. Like you're. I should high, be feeling like this in during basketball season, like, not football I, season. I feel like I feel like it's late January, early February, and the basketball basketball Buckeyes have lost seven straight. Like yeah, like, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling, and it's like I'm not even mad. I'm highly disappointed because we played so well. And we the just, first half. And we just shit the bed. Like, what happened? Like, I don't even know if the players realize what happened. Like, it, what happened? Like, the the way that game fell apart so quick, Cass, it reminds me of the the, the – actually, it is exactly like the game, uh, except it was Oklahoma when they came to shoot and they planned the flag. That's literally what it kind of felt like because that momentum shifted. Because in, in that first half of that Oklahoma game, I thought we were going to win. And then just everything fell apart at the end. Like, like – and it got out of hand, but it was like it was a close game back and forth, both games. And I will sit here and say, Ohio State, it's not it's not a matter of if they're physical enough. They are. They're physical enough. They Michigan for one half had one yard rushing. But I will I, what, I, I will look at it this way. Five plays. Five plays for three hundred plus yards is what beat us. Michigan did not dominate us. I, I don't. The scoreboard may say that Michigan dominated us, but they didn't. They had five plays because players were out of scheme. They they over pursued their gaps. They didn't fill their gaps. Tommy Eichenberg, like you lost your All American status because of this game. Like you, sadly, really, yeah. You it, it, I mean, Lathan Ransom also missed that big tackle. Yeah. He did not. <clears throat> Hickman. With the pass Jack, interference. Jack, Jack Sawyer covering Donovan Edwards out of the backfield. Like, what, is, what was this? Like, well, the adjustments of the 2020-2021 two, yeah. national championship game? Like, what? Well, and, and then Tyreek Williams 
and uh, Marcus Hall. Uh, um, getting off the block? Tyleek Williams and Michael Hall got like, I think, 17 and 14 snaps res- Jer- combined, respectively. And Jerron Cage can get off a block? Like, it, like what happened? I Like, I want to go into Woody, and, like, I wanted to, I, like, I wish I could turn back time, go inside the Woody Sunday night, mm-hmm. and just sit back in my chair and just listen and get a better understanding of what happened. I agree. Like, uh, because, too, like, offensively, like, uh, the first drive was great. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to bully them. This game's over. First drive, cast. we got the ball. We shoved it down their throats. We were running the ball good with Chip Trainum. Good. Like, very good. Like, I thought Chip Trainum was going to be the next Zeke Elliott the way he was playing. Or, like, the next Trey Sermon. Um, and then, you know, we go down, we score. They come back, get a field goal. We kick a field goal. It's just like, not that the offense was bad. It's just like, I feel like our flaw is like, when the offense is not at its best, it's like, you know, our offense is at like a B, and then our defense is an F or like a D. Like, we're not, we, we don't win those games, I, and that was one of those games. I think it all started with the, the we get a stop and G Scott headbutt. Which I, I feel bad for G Scott because, um, it's I like it's the game. You gotta show some intensity, and like that's gonna happen in the game. It's a rivalry game. It's gonna be chippy. That sometimes that like sometimes we might get you know fifteen for free. So I can live with that. It's but that just was a game, but it was the it was at the that. the yeah. worst yeah the worst timing in the history of just like penalties was that one. And and the pi like the p some of the pis were just ridiculous. But I mean moving on. I mean turn your head. I like. I said this like I think Tim Walton's the new Bill Davis. He might like I that's like if he can't get these corners straightened by the bowl game, I gotta see what like we might have to consider a new corner coach because like no no interceptions the entire regular season um, for our corners, and they they honestly were worse than last year. You can I think you can make the argument they like I got some questions about our our, our corners. What was Cam Martinez doing on that one. Ass, like just turning his hips like terrible oh, technique good lord just like <clears throat> it's in like i didn't like i don't i'm not blaming this on jim Knowles. i'm really not because i thought the defense is called as long as those players execute you're you, like that's a good defense i thought like because like what was it 11 yards on 10 carries in the first half or something like we were held, held them to nothing in the first half rushing so like it was working and what I noticed too, Cass, was J.J. McCarthy in the second half. And actually, Caleb Williams was doing this in the game too uh, against Notre Dame. Watch their drops in those games. They are dropping back so far, the quarterbacks. Like, they're not taking – they're taking like five-step drops and then running back like 10 yards and throwing from that platform. Did you notice that at all? Like, Stroud I, doesn't really do that. I, I mean – I didn't really watch much of the second half because, you know, I was working and breaking down stuff and stuff. But, like, I get it. I've seen it all year. Caleb Williams done it, and that's what made Caleb Williams so great, and that's what made J.J. McCarthy look really good this week. But, I I, I mean, there's going to be another set of anger coming out of Ohio State. One, you watch the team plant the flag. One, two, you watch J.J. McCarthy wave to the crowd. So, it's, like – 
when we get this offer, when we get an opportunity to play these guys again, it, it, I, I know either or if Michigan it's college football playoff or in Ann Arbor, it's going to be a lot different. Like it's not like I, I, I'm happy to say it's not us. It's them because like this is like Michigan just loves these antics now with from the tunnel to then, you know, do playing the flag. And then they're going to be like they, – like they, they, they act like they're the innocent ones, you know. And, like, it's crazy that the Michigan State players are getting charged. But then, you know, we come to find out Michigan's defensive tackle has, has had a concealed Tommy gun or something. And, like, he, since October, and they've known about it. And the, he, he played more snaps than Tyleek Williams and Michael Hall Jr. in the game and actually had a good game. So – and the fact that they, they want to just basically sweep this thing under the rug, they're supporting this kid, blah, 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 blah. But yet you were throwing everything at the book at Michigan State saying they should be charged, blah, blah, blah. It's just a double standard. Hypocrites. Double Hypocrites. Standard, double standard up at Ann Arbor. I hope you get what you're coming coming to. It may not be against Aiden O'Connell and Purdue. Oh, it is. <laughs> Jeff Brom, our king, our king. Well, you know, that's a good segue right here, too, because college football playoff rankings come out. They had us fifth. I, I knew we were going to be fifth. I, you'd be out of your stupid mind if Ohio State wasn't fifth. Like, all this talk about Bama being making a playoff over Ohio State, get the freak out of here. They have worse losses than Ohio State. Their best win is against Texas. Get the flip out of here. How poetic one, would this be? And one of their losses – Came to a team who lost to four and seven Texas A and M, who's starting to lose players into the portal already. How how epic would this be, Cass? <laughs> if like in twenty fourteen, Ohio State snuck in at the four spot over TCU, and history repeats itself, and TCU just loses to Kansas State. I mean, we got a lot of people to cheer for this weekend. It's we have hope. Like the the the, the ESPN puts us at like eighty eight percent to make the playoff. So like I'm like I have hope. I really do. It's and I have something diabolical cooked up this week, Cass. I, I have, have my little. Yeah, I mean we we were talking about. I was talking about this at work with some Michigan fans. They don't want to play us in the playoffs. Their fans don't. Because here's here's the reason why they're enjoying this victory so much. That if we go into the playoffs and beat them, it just totally wipes everything. This could be one of those, like, you might have won the battle, but you might not win the war moments if we get into the playoff and win the national championship. Um, <laughs> like, it, it, it could be. Like, it, it, Cass, how would you rate the season if we, you know, we got into the playoff as the four seed, beat Georgia, like, upset Georgia, Michigan, you know, takes care of business against either USC or – um um, TCU, and we beat Michigan in the national championship. How would you how would you grade that season then with the one Michigan loss? I graded it an A just because we didn't win a Big Ten championship. Interesting, but right now because right now I graded I have our season as a B. You know mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't match our goals like, but you go up a whole letter grade by defeating Michigan in the national championship. I just wish it, – it's like one of those cusp things where it's like, oh, it's a it's a 95%, not quite a A-plus. I mean, why can't – like, like it still could happen. It's still very – like, yeah. 
I think it's believable that we're going to get – like we have a shot. If one of those teams wins and we beat Georgia – or yeah, we will definitely have to beat Georgia. Like you could face Michigan again potentially. I don't think they would want to play us again. It, I, it would be a different game for sure. Um, I like I, I do feel like our guys are definitely more banged up. I feel like we had a lot more injuries across the board. If well, that makes did, sense, they just lost quorum for the year. That that's their that's their big one though. I yeah. feel like and we I gotta give. And we basically lost Travion Henderson for the year too. Yeah, he's, he's I got, got a broken foot, and I gotta give. Uh, I gotta give that. I gotta give Michigan credit though, because like, how is the? How did they convert a, one of their like mediocre wide receivers into a better corner than any of our corners? Like, how is Mike Sandstrill like the best corner in that game? That makes no sense. Like, I thought he played pretty well. I like, and that's what I mean about the cornerback room. Like, why, why, why? How how can a team just basically get a guy from a different position room and he's a stud? It was coaching. Coaching, yeah. I, I look at it this way. I mean, here's my hot take: If somehow, some way, USC TCU win, that's fine and dandy. You know, doesn't look like we're going to go to the Rose Bowl. Because here's my theory. Hear me out. Think about the two guys that are playing in the AC champion, ACC championship. The two quarterbacks, DJ Ugolele. I don't know if I said his name right. I don't care. And Drake May. And Drake May. Two names have been linked to Ohio State as potential transfers. Could it be? Could it be that I think Clemson's going to beat UNC, by the way, that we get the Orange Bowl bid and Ryan Day is recruiting DJ DJ Ungololele to come to Ohio State next year? Kind of finessing this whole situation it's like a recruiting before without actually talking about recruiting we go in we beat clemson he makes a few good plays after the game you do you know they do the handshake he gives ugulele a hug and says come to ohio state i can make you a first round draft pick i mean that's cool i i I just like i like the i like the notion of just playing Clemson and just whooping them. I, I'm i not – I mean, quarterback-wise, I don't think he I, – I don't love DJ Ugalele. I don't I don't like his mechanics. I don't think he's like – Yeah, but he I don't think he's a been, good – He hasn't been coached up. That's the problem. He's a five-star quarterback that the talent is there, and you've seen flashes of the talent that hasn't had the proper coach. That's – Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just – I. I'm curious how good – I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how good his ceiling really is, though, is my thing. Like, I'm just not high on DJ Ugalele. I'm high on Daquan Finn. Go to Toledo and just pluck him. Be, keep, make sure he stays in state. Nah, I don't think that's going to happen because Cade McNamara went to Iowa today. He entered the portal, and two days later, he's in Iowa. Which, I mean, that's a good quarterback for that. That's a Big Ten championship <laughs> quarterback that they just – they pulled. I mean, they needed something. I mean, Brian Ferentz might ruin Cade McNamara, but. I mean, Jim Harbaugh didn't ruin him, so, and Josh Gaddis didn't. So, like, that says yeah. something about him. So, if we somehow don't get to the playoffs, would <laughs> I, 
if Clemson loses to UNC, how do you feel about the Orange Bowl? Like, could you think? Do you think we could get Ohio State Tennessee in the Orange Bowl? I feel like that could work. Get to play Joe Milton. That's what I'm saying. That would be a banger. Uh, like the Orange Bowl. If we go to the Orange Bowl, I guess my biggest thing is like the one of the teams has to be orange. It either has to be Tennessee or Clemson. We play, and I would love to go to that bowl game. And I like that'd be a great bowl game. I think that'd be fun. Because um, let's be honest, no one wants to go out to the Rose Bowl again. I mean, it's, Al- it's nice every Al- couple of years, but not like every year. Alabama's going to the Sugar Bowl, and they're going to play Kansas State. Alabama, Kansas State in the Rose Bowl? Sugar Bowl. Oh, Sugar Bowl. That would be a fun one. That would be a really good one. And then the Cotton Bowl will probably be... Tulane. No, yeah, Tulane or UCF, right? Yeah, and then like uh, Tennessee or... um... Probably like yeah, Tennessee. Because right now they're saying that we're blocking Tennessee or or LSU. Into, LSU's got three losses, dude. But if they make, win the if they win making, the SEC, they're not making a New Year's Six bowl. I feel like if they win the SEC, they're absolutely making a New Year's Six bowl. Oh yeah, if they beat Georgia, they're making a New yeah, Year's yeah, Six. yeah. I'm so looking up the, I'm looking up the rankings right now. All right. Hold on, not the ranking. I'm going to do CFB New Year Six. Which, by the way, the playoffs starting in 2024 are going to be 12 teams. LSU's going to Outback Bowl. They're bringing home the Bloomin' Onion. They're going to Tampa Bay Bowl. That's what it's called now. It's always the Outback Bowl. All right, the Cotton Bowl. My thing is, is if Ohio State ends up going into the CFP, then a lot of things are going to change. Let's see here. Um, that's not the website. Come on. I hate these. Oh, here we go. That's 2025. Wait, what are, the 12-team playoff, I mean, somebody tweeted out and said, congratulations, Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama. You are in the 12-team playoff every year really is it's nice it's a good feeling that i mean that was my consolation prize i was like oh we would like i was looking at i was looking at our bracket on the on the 12 team playoff i was like oh we played Tulane first round and then we got like usc i think it's like this is a breeze like we we would easily be in the championship on this side yeah definitely for sure all right okay because the big question is penn state and ohio state Right now, Penn State will probably play Washington if USC wins in the Rose Bowl. Washington will be higher ranked than Utah because Utah will drop. Okay. Um, right now, they're just according to Fox Sports, the yeah. Orange Bowl has Clemson, Ohio State, Kansas State in the Orange, Sugar Bowl, Kansas State, Alabama, Fiesta, Michigan, TCU, Peach, Georgia, USC, Cotton Bowl, Tennessee, UCF, Rose Bowl, Penn that's, State, Washington. The the uh, the UCF one, Tennessee, UCF. That's Hypel versus um, you know his former place. So that's actually that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. 
and then some other bowl, notable bowl games, which, by the way, our annual A Bunch of Nuts podcast bowl game pick'em will be getting started. Once the bowl games are released, I will create the username and the password, and we'll put on the Twitter one entry per person. <laughs> and we got to have your name. Please, please. Last year, we did the tournament, we didn't give out a winner because the winner didn't come forward and they didn't have their first name, first or last name. So, first hot doubles. <laughs> first and last name. Um, the Citrus Bowl, Purdue, LSU. That would like. That could be a good one too, because didn't Purdue win last year in their bowl game? Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, and, yeah. And this, bowl, and this bowl game, the Music City Bowl, Illinois, Ole Miss, the Reliquist Bowl, Notre Dame versus South Carolina. By the way, that's that, that's the old Outback Bowl. That I mean, that one's going to be a fun one. That like, I like that one. South the, Carolina versus Notre Dame. That's that's intriguing. The Cheez-It Bowl, Oklahoma versus Florida State. Now, this ain't fair. This ain't, this game's not fair. The Pinstripe Bowl, Minnesota versus Syracuse. Both teams are cold-weather teams. Come on, now. That, that'll be fun. That's actually a good matchup. I actually, Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt will be on this call for the only bowl game, December 28th. Utah, North Carolina. That's the projection. The Holiday Bowl. Wow, they have Utah in the Holiday Bowl. Because I feel the, like that's low. That's the third ranked Pac. Well, yeah, second ranked. Technically, the second highest Pac-12 ranked team is in the Holiday Bowl. If they're not in what's the- what's the Alamo Bowl production projection? Curious. That's always a good one. Ooh. Oregon State. Texas, UCLA. Yeah, yeah, that's Let's a good one. Book it. Okay, that's all predictions, but that's all predictions. Predictions. What about uh, RNL carriers or like the what's the one in New Orleans? Like the first, what's like the first game the that first like no game, one? The Bahamas Bowl, December sixth, UAB, Trent Delfer versus Miami, Ohio, and then the Cure Bowl, Coastal Carolina versus BYU. That's. A- Mullets versus Mormons round two. What? That's must. That's must watch TV. And that... then the Fenway Park Bowl, Louisville versus East Carolina, December seventeenth. The New Mexico Bowl, San Jose State, New Mexico State. Why is the New Mexico Bowl one of the best bowl games ever on TV? Like in the sun, like in the like the in, sun stadium. Like it's in New Mexico. The end zone saying the New Mexico Bowl. And it's always like the Mountain West versus maybe some random Pac-12 team or another whack or mountain or a whack team. The New Mexico Bowl. I'm pulling it up. It's always on a Saturday. Yeah, that's a nice one. The Lending Tree Bowl, Rice versus Bowling Green. The sun, what, what's the Sun Bowl? Is that the same bowl we're talking about? Um, the New Orleans Bowl, UTSA, South Alabama. Uh, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. What's uh, what's that game? <laughs> it used to be the Brute Sun Bowl, but all right, I'm looking it up right now. 
Because that's the one that always Oregon Wake Forest. That'll be a good one. That's that's good. Listen to this one. This would be the most boring bowl game if this matchup happened. It would be the boringest bowl game, and it's for a jar of mayonnaise. The Duke's Mayo Bowl, Iowa versus Duke. Who is watching that? That game being over in an hour. That game sounds like it's going to be like five to eight (laughs) (laughs) with a Duke win. No touchdowns. Five to eight, and it's just going to come down to safeties and field goals. (laughs) It's going to be five to five, and then uh, Duke's going to kick the game winning field goal. Uh, speaking of Duke, Ohio State men's basketball team lost to Duke last night. I'd like to. Uh, I didn't really watch much of it, but what I've been hearing and reading, they fought hard. Um, they had a lot of stuff to overcome, but they fought pretty hard. And I mean, it's, Cameron Indoor is a tough place to play. I'm happy because this is good because we didn't win the December, like the early December games. We want to save the big wins for March, like. I liked, I mean, I liked what the young guys showed. Like, I like Thornton. I think that guy is pretty good. Um, he, I mean, he 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 seems like he you know he has a good presence out there. I like him, you know, at the guard. Uh, and then obviously Zed Key, you know, dominated Duke in the post again. Cass, uh, you know, I, he he he's looking really good this year. And then finally McNeil, um, phenomenal shooter. Um, he's really fun to watch. Like, I I feel good. Like, if we get him open in some corners. I think he's going to hit some shots. I don't think – I feel like that guy is a good shooter. I don't think we're going to ruin him. I think we're going to ruin Tanner Holden, unfortunately. But um, I think so, McNeil was the good pl- like the good transfer. So you don't want us to beat North Carolina December 17th? No, we saved those. Like we – because we, we lose these and then we, we put it all together in March. I will, I will, I will I mean, rather see I, these guys get better and like actually learn I, how to play the game of basketball. I am right and then there get with these you. wins. I am right there with you. How about the ladies, dude? The lady Buckeyes are just killing it, man. Mm-hmm. They have. They've only scored. They've they've beaten Tennessee this year. They've beaten louisville and they've beaten every team by double digits and they beat louisville in the big 10 acc challenge they do have Rutgers this weekend in piscataway these lady buckeyes man there's some bad chicas man it's i gotta tell you like women's basketball like march the moon's basketball march madness is pretty fun to watch that these days when it like like it's gotten really good the past couple years problem is like I, I watch obviously UConn, their machine, but South Carolina too is such a dominant program. Um, I, I feel Baylor. like you know Baylor too, Stanford, um, Mississippi State. There's so many really really tough programs. Um, Ohio State just has never taken that jump, but maybe this could be the team. Yeah, they they are fun to watch. They create a lot of turnovers. They have 38 against McKinley State. I don't care who you play, you force 38 turnovers, you're going to win a lot of ball games. I do feel like if Ohio State's women's program like won a championship or two, I do feel like they would the shot would be rocking for them. It's just they I have. Want, I want to see them go to a Final Four. Yeah, I, I think I, they could easily do that. I think they could get to a Final Four, and the shot will be rocking. 
I would. How funny would that be? We end up go. I would go to a women's final four for Ohio State. I would consider it. Where is it at this year? I don't I know, know. I know it's in Columbus in a couple years. Because that's that's the only. I know. I know. I've been looking. <laughs> I, I know. I've been looking for tickets in the Cavelli Center New Year's Eve day. They play Michigan in the Cavelli Center at high noon. That's a, good, that's a good game. The American Airlines Center. Where's that? Miami, that? I think, right? Dallas. Dallas. Not even close. <laughs> I'd go to Dallas for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. College football this weekend. Oh, some Big Ten honorees. I forgot about this. Some Big mm. Ten honorees. Uh, before we do that, Tom Herman hired at Florida Atlantic as the head coach. I dig it. I dig it. That's a good hire. Uh, he's going to he's gonna take the Lane Kiffin route. He's probably going to dominate for a, few, a year or two there and take a bigger job. I, um, I see that coming. Matt Rule, Nebraska. I kind of like it. I don't think they'll bring he'll bring Nebraska back, but I think that he'll have them competitive in the West. You know who I think will be competing with USC and UCLA every year? Luke Fickle in Wisconsin. For some reason, that didn't shock me as much as it shocked everybody else. I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm kind of happy he took Wisconsin because that's a school. Like I feel like it's one more step to he gets back in Columbus. Yeah, it's I'm okay with it. It's they're they're in the Big Ten, but they're on the other side of the conference too. Um, it, it's. Yeah, it's almost like you need him to have that job. So if something, God forbid, you know, the Ryan Day thing doesn't work out, we could be like, "Oh, Mister Fickle, would you like to come over here?" Yep. Like, and I and I think I think he's at a good spot. I've always respected Wisconsin because they're them and Penn State for me are the two schools that I respect highly of, and I don't hate them. I just hate when we play them, you know, during that week. But they're two teams that's like, oh man, you know. I like to see Wisconsin good. I like to see Penn State good. You know what I mean? And you know, I, I like I like that spot for Fickle. It's I, it's it's wild that sorry I cut you off. It's wild that there's so many former Ohio State players that are like coaches now too. Yeah, like hey, I think it might be more than any other school. Like Fickle, um, Marcus Freeman, Marcus Freeman, Vrabel. Like these, like that's insane. That, we have that three guys very successful. Yes. <laughs> um, well, the jury's still out for Marcus Freeman. But um, he turned it around. He turned it around, I thought. Brian Hartline's staying in Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's something up. I think he's going to get promoted. Uh, I don't agree with a lot of people saying Kevin Wilson's going to get fired. I just think they're going to do like a like an offensive, like, oh, you're the offensive co-coordinator. You know what I mean? Because right now the offense coordinator is Kevin Wilson. They're going to just add the co-coordinator. I mean, yeah, I think Kevin Wilson could almost take a step back. Not a step back. Like, it's hard to say a step back, but, like, he like he could focus on different things, if if that yeah. makes sense. It makes a lot if, of sense. It, like, focus on things that he's good at. If he spent more – I feel like spend more time with the tight end and really, like – I think that would be a good spot for him. Think- and it's not, not a, like, a slight at him. I just think, like, I would like to see that. I'd like to see Ryan Day and Ohio State go uh, offer David Shaw, who just stepped down at Stanford, 
a not a role that he's going to see him in the like on the booth or on the sidelines, but like a role like what Nick Saban did with Brian, um, the the coach down there now, um, who was a Houston Texans coach. What's his name? Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Bill O'Brien. I kind of like to. I would like to see Ohio State start doing that. Bring in David Shaw from Stanford, who's a great offensive mind, a great physical head coach. Just bring him in as a like a what, what's what is uh Nick Saban call those coaches? Oh, consultants. Yeah, consultants, an offensive consultant. Like, how would you feel about that? Um, <laughs> I think. I like the idea. I don't like the person. I think we should either bring in just literally, I don't care how much it takes, like just for like maybe a week or two, maybe just for like the week we play Michigan, just pay Urban Meyer so much money. Like he just spends a week with the team and just like drills hatred. Like, can we just get Urban Meyer as a consultant for like a week what before the game? What about JT Barrett as a consultant? <clears throat> Oh, absolutely. Uh, JT Barrett, I think, should honestly potentially become the passing game coordinator here, like the quarterbacks coach, like what Corey Dennis is doing. I personally, because you see what obviously he's, you can't tell me JT Barrett wasn't a success, successful. Like he obviously knows the game. Um, but if you look what he, you know, Jared Goff and Detroit have done this year, he's been, he's, he's done a pretty good job so far, I thought. So, and he has the experience in the NFL and like going to the NFL and getting that NFL experience and coming back to college is so like big. Like, I don't think people understand like how much more that helps. I would love to have JT Bear. I think that's a great pick cast. I even like Jim offering a bunch of money as a run game coordinator to James Lordinitis. <laughs> Did you see J, I mean JT Bear on Big Noon Kickoff was great too. Like the past week. He was awesome. I was laughing. Like he was having a great time. Like Cass, I absolutely I think that's a home run hire if they pull that pull that off. Absolutely. All right, conference championship games this week. Um Ohio versus Toledo. Is Fenn gonna be healthy? Ohio's offense is gonna be fast track. Uh that should be a fun one at noon. I think it's at noon. Uh yeah, hold on. Let me pull up the line. That's on Friday. It's tomorrow, oh, yeah. right? Tomorrow. Is it tomorrow night? <clears throat> um, hold on. By the way, Bills are leading the Patriots seventeen-seven. Okay, no. Um, tomorrow at one, it's Akron Buffalo. That's just like an extra game. Um, but yes, Toledo, Ohio. Uh, Toledo's minus three. Um, wow. Um, yeah, I'll go with Toledo here. All right, Toledo. I like Ohio. Um, the Sun Belt Championship, Coastal Carolina versus Troy, 10 and 2 versus 9 and 2. I don't even care. I'll go Coastal on this one. Yeah, I'll plus go eight. Utah versus USC. Set for tomorrow night. Two and a half USC. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news to Buckeye fans, but I, I like USC to win it. Yeah, I like USC too. Um, <laughs> By the way, I'm doing – I'm diabolical, folks. 
I'm picking uh, – I'm, I'm being completely transparent. I'm obviously picking USC and TCU. I'm actually going to parlay them this week. So, like, it's great insurance. Think about this. You bit, you put money on these two teams. Either It's either going to be Ohio State makes the playoffs or you're going to have a nice payday. So, that's just, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm coping. Um, and you know what? It, it's good to know that I'm a very bad gambler. So, like, I'm doing this for Buckeye Nation. The Conference USA. So we're the four seed next week. It's your boy who did it. Conference USA Championship. UTSA is an eight and a half point favorite. I don't see Mean Green start keeping keep it close. Uh, the American Athletic Conference Championship <laughs> at four o'clock. UCF at Tulane. Give me the Green Wave, man. Give me the Green Wave. I'll go UCF, and it kills me to do that. Uh, Georgia, LSU, easy Georgia. 17 and a half, though. I say LSU keeps it close, but Georgia wins. Oh, LSU covers. LSU covers. That's what I just said. Yeah, LSU yeah. covers. Uh, Mountain West, Fresno State, Boise State. Boise. Uh, Clemson, North Carolina. Something tells me North Carolina is going to win, but I, I'm going to pick Clemson. I'll pick Clemson, too, because there's no justice in this world. And then Michigan's a 17-point favorite over Purdue. Purdue money line. <laughs> I got Michigan covering. I got Purdue money line. <laughs> Purdue, I don't even, give me, I don't care about the points. I didn't even Purdue write money line. I didn't even write these down. <laughs> Purdue money line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but our, uh. Yearly awards are coming out. <coughs> also, our uh, Nutty Awards. Got some good candidates. Yeah. Uh, CJ Stroud becomes the fifth Buckeye in a row to win the uh, uh, Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. Becomes the, since 2010th Buckeye, in a, well, not 10th Buckeye, but 10th year in a row, a Buckeye. Quarterback wins the quarterback of the year. Uh, vote for Marvin Harrison for the Blintikoff. He's trailing right now, Jordan Hyatt. I don't know what the percentage is today. I haven't checked. And then he got wide receiver of the year. Uh, first team, all Big Ten, was Tommy Eichenberg. Well deserved. Uh, JT Tuomaloau, CJ Stroud, uh, Paris Johnson Jr., and Matthew, was it Matthew Jones? I believe so. And Marvin Harrison Jr., Congratulations to those guys, and hopefully we can get some national awards. I doubt it. Didn't our corners win some awards or something? Honorable mention. Oh, okay, that's a that's a that's a little much. <laughs> Honorable I mention. I don't think. Den, you know what? Denzel Burke didn't really play bad Saturday. They didn't go his way. No, I mean no. Okay. I, I yeah I feel like we've unfairly criticized Burke this this show, but I will say he did not have a good season. He played okay this weekend. I'll give him props there, but it wasn't his best. Season. Bad. They all just look. I, they all look terrible. Like all the corners just let me down, and I expect better out of the corners. As a former defensive back, like I just I hold that group to a higher standard, and that was just not it. All right. Real quick, in my opinion, the NFL game of the week, Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Can the Bengals do three in a row <laughs> against the Chiefs? I think they can. They got Joey B, baby. That, that's going to be a really... And they got Jamar Chase back. I know. I'm I'm sitting Tyler Boyd for George Pickens. In my one Smart league. move. Smart you move think? because Higgins, Chase is back. Mixon will be back. Higgins, I feel like Higgins this year is his go-to guy, so... Dude, Higgins, he's the background on my phone right now. True Automart, baby. True Automart Higgins. He wore his Aiden Hurst jersey during, at practice today because he lost a bet with South Carolina and Clemson. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. That also was great to see. That's all I have this week. And that's all I have. And remember, it can always be worse. You can be a Clemson fan. <laughs> Go Bucks. <laughs> Go, Go Bucks.